0: Hello, thank you for listening to the sermon from our Revive service. We hope it helps you learn more about God and allows you to grow closer to Him and in your faith. Well, I want to thank Andrew and Susan for putting that together and for their hard work and uh, dedication to help us worship. And I hope that you enjoyed that. Uh, I think Pastor David just told me that there were 50-some um, people who are or individuals who have logged on this morning and so we're thankful for this opportunity and for the um, just the resources to be able to do this um, I also want to thank Pastor David and uh, Aaron Hesketh they're both here this morning uh, last week Pastor David and Alana were here and uh, we we couldn't do it without them behind the scenes and so uh, thank you Pastor David and thank you Aaron and Alana for helping us in this way Um, I want to share before I dig in this morning. I want to share with you. um, I've been in uh, contact with our missionaries over in Italy Uh, Doug and D Valenzuela um, Are serving over there in Naples. Uh, We had the great privilege in 2007 of going over and serving with them uh, in on a missions trip um, in uh, Naples and um, Really got to see firsthand uh, the people and uh, especially the teens uh, and to work with them and do a week full of camp. Um, it, Italy right now is is a place that is really hurting. And, uh, and so they have completely shut down. Uh, Doug said that um, they're not allowed to go out. Um, they're not allowed to be out and about. The, um, the churches aren't allowed to meet together. And they don't have the same kind of uh, abilities that we have. They don't have the live streaming like we do Um, they don't have online giving, um, their churches don't have that. Um, and so they're really in a state of not only physically with so much sickness and so much death going on around them, they don't have the capacity to be able to care Uh, For um, one another in the same ways that we have right now and uh, and so uh, I just emailed back and forth with Doug several times this week and and uh, and his heart is just broken and uh, and our heart my heart uh, is broken as well and so um, I Just want to take a minute and uh, and pray for them and uh, um, I also um, just want to encourage you um, this isn't a mandate um, I, I want to be sensitive here we we don't know what's going on here we don't know how long it's gonna go uh, I know a lot of people have lost their jobs and economically uh, here in America um, things uh, are changing um, but I will tell you that I believe that we have an opportunity as the church, um, and as West Hill to be able to come alongside and to minister in a way that, that normally we wouldn't be able to do that. And, um, Paul writes in, in second Corinthians, uh, chapter eight and chapter nine about how there were needs of the poor, the the church in Jerusalem was struggling and the church um, abroad in Corinth w- were able to come along and to be able to give um, uh, financially to help offset some of those needs. And so um, Paul writes in First 2 Corinthians chapter 8, We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches in Macedonia. For in a severe test of affliction, their abundance of joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means of their own accord, begging us earnestly for the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints." So Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, talking about the other churches of Macedonia and how they gave not only of what they had, but above. This morning, I want to encourage you. um, We still have needs here uh, at West Hill financially. Uh, We need to still take care of those um, just as we have responsibilities of not only paying our bills, but also for our own missionaries and the support, the monthly support that we have. But I want to encourage you this morning um, to pray about. Would you give above and beyond your normal offering, your normal uh, giving to faith promise? Would you give a gift above that? Uh, would you pray about giving a gift above that for our missionaries in Italy um, to help support their pastors who at this time have no income and no way of getting income? And, and I would just encourage you to. Um, to pray about that and to see how God would lead. Um, it is an uncomfortable time. You may not be comfortable with giving and that's okay. I just ask and I plead with us that we, that we pray and ask the Lord what he would want from us. Um, if he would have us to give and uh, our online giving um, you can give online on our website and we've sent out some links. And if you need that link, you can just text us or email us. Uh, you can email us at church at westhillbaptist.com and we'll send you the link for that. But if you go on our website, westhillbaptist.com, um, and you will see where you can give, uh, up in the top right-hand corner. And when you click on that, a link will come up. A page will come up and then there'll be a breakdown and first is operating next is faith promise missions and then third is under under the title is urgent uh, our missionaries in italy and uh, and you can give towards that in that way you can also uh, mail in your check here to the church at west hill um, let me encourage you that we pray for Doug and D and for the pastors and for the church in Italy as they walk through this, uh, difficult time. Uh, I would ask, would you, would you bow and let's pray together for them? Lord, we want to thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you love us and that you care for us. Lord, we do lift up our, our missionaries, Doug and D Valenzuela this morning. Uh, we pray that you'd minister to their hearts, um, Lord, may you touch them and encourage them. I pray for the pastors who are ministering there in Naples and around Italy. Lord, uh, these are devastating times, um, difficult times where they are struggling with, uh, with the death and with uh, the economy and with um, just being able to have what they need, not just what they want. And so, Lord, I pray that you would provide in wonderful and great ways. I pray that you would help encourage us as the church at West Hill uh, to be able to give sacrificially uh, just as the churches in Macedonia gave uh, above their own means, above and beyond. Lord, may, may that be true of us lord not because we want recognition but because we want to honor you and we want to honor your word when it says that we need to take care of one another as the body of christ and so lord i pray that you would lead and guide us as individuals as the body of christ here at west hill and may what we bring in lord be honoring and pleasing to you and may it provide hope and encouragement um, to doug and d and to the other uh, pastors and the other Uh, Believers who are in Italy, may they find strength that there are people here in America who love them, who are praying for them, and who are walking with them through this hard time. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you that we can open it now, and I pray that you would do your work in us and through us this morning. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So I want to admit I I feel a little bit more nervous even though there's uh, there's two guys sitting back at the soundboard but other than that there's nobody else here um, I am more nervous in preaching um, this morning and I'm not sure exactly why um, I I think it's just the times of where we're at. Um, Next week, I probably will jump back into the book of Acts as we continue that study. Uh, but I didn't want to do that this morning, um, as I shared last week about how uh, we can uh, show Christ during this time uh, of trial. Um, this morning, the title of the message is, Not What If, But It Is. I started to think about, what if this happens? Or what if, and then I got to thinking, and God let it on my heart, like, why are we living in such a day and in a time where we think, well, what if this?" or what if? That's the way the world thinks. But God doesn't think that way. And so this morning I want to challenge us uh, not what if, but it is. What is it? Well, what is true of your faith? What is true of my faith? Uh, what would be said about our faith? Um, the, the truth is the manifestation, the outworking of our faith will clearly be shown in times of trial and uncertainty. I'll say that again. The manifestation of our faith will clearly be shown in times of trial and uncertainty. It'll show whether we are self-sufficient, whether or not I think I'm the self-authority or I'm going to provide for myself. Self-provision. Um, there is um, this underlying um, communication about Jesus. Many think Jesus is here to take away all of our hardship. All of our pain. All of our suffering. And while Jesus has the means. And he is able to give us peace, to fulfill our joy, to take away all of our hardship. Jesus is the source. He is the one we are to follow. The question is, what do we do if Jesus doesn't give us what we want? How does your faith look? How does my faith look when Jesus doesn't give us what we think we deserve? C.S. Lewis wrote this. He says, I didn't go to religion to make me happy. I always uh, knew that a bottle of port would do that. If you want a religion to make you feel really comfortable, I certainly don't recommend Christianity. What C.S. Lewis was saying is <laughs> following Jesus isn't all about getting whatever we want. It's not about helping us to feel Um, happy or to feel comfortable. The object of our faith, the object of your faith, the object of my faith is not our circumstances, nor is it myself, uh, nor is it anyone else, nor should it be the comfort, um, and the cushy lifestyle that we really, really want. We want life to be easy We want life to be comfortable and we want to provide for our children and our families a lifestyle that was probably what we envisioned better than what we grew up with. We want them to experience that. And yet the object of our faith and what we pursue and what we run after and what we hold on to cannot be the the comfy, the the plush, the, the easy life. Nobody likes sorrows. Nobody likes hardship. The object of our faith is one, and that is Jesus. Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. Uh, We are to put him at the center of our lives. We walk through these days of uncertainty, and we have this glorious opportunity laid before us to place Jesus as the center. Because so many other things are being stripped away. The comfort. The, the, the normalcy. The, the routine of every single day. All of that is being pushed to the side. And we have the opportunity to be able to place Jesus where he rightfully deserves and where he should be. Now, just because we place Jesus there doesn't mean all of this other stuff goes away. We have to work at that, and we have to walk through that. But let me encourage us that the object of our faith has to be Jesus. And when we find out that it's not, may we ask for his forgiveness. So the question is then, why do we follow Jesus if we if we don't follow? Um, find happiness or if we don't know that all of our trials will be gone and, and everything will be all rosy and good why follow jesus well that's a great question and it's a question that i pose not only for the those who are part of West Hill and the church here but for anyone else who's listening who has not yet trusted jesus as savior why should you place your faith and trust in jesus if he's not going to help me in this life then why should i trust him Why should I make him the object of my faith? Well, the reason is, is because he's canceled all of the debt that we owe. With all the legal ramifications that come with us being sinners and God being a perfect and holy God, our debt that we owe is too great. What we owe uh, can't be paid for. And yet God demonstrated his love. He loved us so much that he sent his son, Jesus, that Jesus died in our place to make us right with God. And so Jesus canceled all of our debt and his grace and his mercy and his love exhibit that he cares about us. Regardless of what our circumstances may look like, because Jesus came and died on the cross to set us free from our bondage of sin, it shows that God cares for you and for me. Much deeper than anyone or anything could ever exhibit. I want to read to you a few passages. And I'll read these, uh, um, the, the verses for you. Um, you can jot down where they are found. The first is in Colossians 1, verses 21 and 22. It says, And you who were once alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds... He has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death, in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. The next verse is Romans 5:10. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life. Galatians 3:13 and 14. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree, so that in Christ Jesus the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not your own doing, it is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast." In Colossians two, thirteen through 14 And you who were dead in your trespasses, in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven all our trespasses, by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. Romans 8, 1-2, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Romans 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. 1 John 4.10 In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sin. It's really quite clear what God has done for us and why we can place our faith and trust in him. You see, God did what we could never, ever do to have a relationship with God, Jesus had to come and Jesus had to die. And he did that because he loved us. So why follow him? Because there's no, no other way. There's no other way to God. Through the verses that I read, it's not by our works. Ephesians two eight nine. 9. It's because of God's grace. Out of all the religious uh, Opportunities that are in the world today all the different religions. There is one that stands out The one that stands out is the one that speaks about Jesus Christ coming and dying on the cross being buried Raising three days later conquering death and offering life That's Christianity. That's what it means to follow Jesus regardless of our situations and our circumstances, regardless of what if happens, Jesus is worthy to be followed and to be trusted because he gave us life so that we could have life. Not life eternally here on this world, Not so that we could have a cushy and easy life, but Jesus came and died and was buried and rose again so that we could live eternally forever in heaven with Him. God may cause hardship and pain to take place in our life, He may allow it to take place. God is not full of sin, He has no sin. He is not evil, He is not vengeance. He's not trying to pour down his wrath upon his children today. Jesus took the full wrath of God. That's the word propitiation. God loved us and sent his son. His son to be the savior of the world, Jesus. He took the full wrath. So you and I today as followers of Christ, if we place our faith and trust in him, do not experience the wrath of God. But we may experience his discipline. He may discipline us because he loves us. And so he encourages us in that discipline to move closer to him. I don't believe what we are seeing today is necessarily God's wrath or vengeance or just his outpouring of judgment upon the world. I don't know that. I'm only a mere man. I don't know God's thoughts. I know God has a purpose and he has a reason. Why he allows things to happen, I am not worthy to question. But I am worthy to be able to trust him. Because he is worthy to be trusted. And so why follow Jesus? Because he's canceled the debt and he's given us life. Not just life here today, but life eternal. If you have not trusted Christ, I encourage you to trust him today. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to to God, the father, but through Jesus Christ. So what do we do and how do we live in these uncertain days? It's not what if, but what is, what is your faith? What does it look like? How do we live? We trust Jesus. Yeah, that's a simple way of saying it. Maybe it's too simple. I don't know what I've been encouraged with as I continue to read the word and as I walk through these days is I have to keep trusting Jesus. There's the old hymn, trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. We need to trust him. Well, how do we trust him? First, we look to him. We look to him. We don't look to the news. We don't look to Facebook. We don't look to others for, uh, for that comfort, for the peace, for the understanding. We need to look to Jesus. And we look to him as the source of our strength. I love what uh, the Old Testament says when uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, one of the things that can happen during this time is we lose our joy. We lose our joy because our, our world, as we know it, has been rocked and it's been shaken. And so how do we re, re-get, re, re, um, re-bring back that, um, that strength, that, that peace, that, that understanding of what faith and trusting in God? It's joy. And that joy is found in trusting Jesus. Because anyone or anything else that we trust in will crumble away. Jesus will never crumble away and he's worthy of us being able to trust him and to be able to rely upon him so we need to look to him we need to spend time with him Uh, in some ways I feel like a broken record and if you don't know what a record is you can talk to your parents uh, and they'll explain that but I want to encourage you we have to spend time with him you're able we are able to slow down in a pace that we've never seen before. Uh, a time that I've never seen in my lifetime. We, are, we are have the wonderful opportunity to spend more time with God today than we ever have. Are you spending time with God? I encourage you. Turn off your electronics. Um, push things to the side. And set aside every day time with God. In order to trust God, our trust will grow as we spend more time with him, sing, read, read his word, uh, enjoy his presence. I want you to rest in a relationship with him to be able to know that you can share your heart with him and he wants to hear your thoughts. He wants to hear your concerns. He wants to hear your request. Spend time with him. The third is to thank him. As I've been going throughout this week, uh, I have come across a few different things that have just stood out to me. Uh, One was uh, about uh, a Lutheran pastor um during the the 15 late 15 1600s who uh who was ministering during the time of a plague over in Germany and during this time um he was in uh, a a city that was confined by walls and this city uh was then surrounded by an army the Swedish army and so um the, the great Lutheran pastor, Pastor Martin, um, wrote, a, wrote a hymn. But what's amazing about this hymn, as he wrote it, was uh, he was within the walls of this city. And there were hundreds of people who were dying. And as they were dying, it's, it is said that, that he, on, a cert, on, a, on one day, would do 50 funerals. That he would lead a funeral over 50 dead bodies. And in that, uh, he had to experience uh, close to 8,000 people dying um, within that fortified city, uh, one of which was even his own wife. The hymn that he wrote, I want to read to you um, this morning because it's the call that we, we as Christ followers need to be reminded of, that we need to give thanks. We have so much to be thankful for. Instead of looking at the what ifs and all the things that could be, or why don't I have, um, God has given us the opportunity to thank him. And we see this in scripture in Colossians 3.17. It says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We also see this in First Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Well, this great hymn by this uh, Martin Rinkhart is called, Now Thank We All Our God. Um, It says, Now thank we all our God with heart and hands and voices, who wondrous things has done and whom this world rejoices, who from our mother's arms hath blessed us on our way with countless gifts of love, and still is ours today. O may this boundless God through all our life be near us, with ever-joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us, and keep us in his grace, and guide us when perplexed, and free us from all ills in this world and the next. All praise and thanks to God the Father now be given, the Son and Him who reigns, with them in highest heaven. The one eternal God, whom earth and heaven adore, for thus it was, is now, and shall be evermore. Martin Rinkart was inside of the walls of Eilenburg, Saxony. Witnessing thousands and thousands of people dying, going about the chore of being left the only pastor, the only minister to lead a city of people through such a horrendous time. And what did he write? Out of all the things that he could have come up with, he wrote about thanking God. To me, that's remarkable. And you and I have an opportunity today to thank God for what he has done and who he is. Our focus must maintain on what is to come. That heaven is our home. That's the end. This isn't. So whatever takes place here, we have the awesome opportunity to thank God for what he has done. That ultimately, the greatest thing that we needed, that our debt be found secure and paid for so that we could be forgiven by a holy and righteous God, Jesus has done. There is so much to be thankful for. Let me encourage you to write those things out, to praise God for what he has done and what he has given us. In a time where we can be easily overwhelmed by what is taking place? Let me let me encourage us. Let's thank God. The last is this: how do we trust God more? I, I believe He gives us the body of Christ. We have the awesome opportunity to share with others. Now, we don't have the opportunity today to sit in a living room or around a meal um, telling our stories, but let me encourage you to tell your story to your kids. Tell the stories of how you've seen God work and how you've seen him provide. Talk to somebody, call somebody up on the phone, share with them of what God is teaching you and ask them what God is teaching them. We have the great opportunity, not in seclusion, not of isolation, but today we have the opportunity to be uh, resourceful, to use the, the resources we have to minister and to share with one another. And so let me encourage you to do that, to share your stories, to share your goods. We, we have goods. Um, maybe, maybe somebody needs toilet paper. O- offer them a roll or two. All right. Maybe somebody needs you to go to the store for them. Offer that to them. Um, le- let me just say that uh, I, I am here. I want to help serve in any way that I can. Uh, I truly believe that our seniors should not be out and about. And I would be glad, and there are others who have shared with me as well, they would be glad to go out and get anything that you need. Please allow us to do that. In an act of humility, we get to connect with one another, allowing other people to serve us. And so let's do that together. And then ultimately, we share with one another by prayer. We get to pray for one another, and we get to pray with one another. And so let me encourage you. Would you do that? Would you do that this week as God lays different people on your hearts and on your mind? That you would reach out to them, but that you would also not only just pray for them, but that you would pray with them. What a comfort it is. We don't have to wonder about what if. We get to worry about and be concerned today with what is. What does my faith look like? Am I trusting Jesus? We get to work that out. That's the rub today that that's where we get to the manifestation of our faith and our faith will clearly be seen as we walk through times of trials and hardship. Is it a strong faith or am I weak in my faith? Let me encourage you be strong in the Lord and great in his might. God isn't calling you to be mighty on your own, but to rely upon him. I love what he says in Matthew eleven, twenty-five through 30. At the end, Jesus says this. He says, my, uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So regardless of what we walk through and where we're at, Jesus says his yoke is easy. What he puts around our neck is not to weigh us down. It's light. He carries all of it. So it's not us doing the right things, relying upon our own strength, but it's giving thanks for the grace and the mercy that he's shown that we get to have a relationship with him and that we get to work on trusting him more. Let me pray with you. Lord, thank you for the way that you have demonstrated your love. Thank you for giving your son, Jesus. That He died on the cross for my sin. For all of our sin, that he was buried, and thank you that he rose again three days later, proving that he is God. He conquered sin and death, and he gives us hope. Hope not only today that we get to walk with you and learn and grow with you, Lord, but a hope for tomorrow, a hope for eternity, that heaven is our home. That paradise is not here, found on this earth. That paradise is found with you in in your presence. In glory, forever. Lord, help us as we walk today and as we walk this week. That the manifestation of our faith would be clearly seen. That we would grow up. That we would be people who mature in our faith walk with you because we walk through this time and allow your spirit to grow us to encourage us to challenge us Lord you are worthy of all of our trust forgive us in the days and the times and the situations where we fail to trust you where we rely upon our own wisdom and our own strength and our own guidance Lord to dictate what we do and what we say Ultimately, Lord, may our hearts be in tune with you, trusting you, obeying you. Because as the hymn says, Lord, there's no other way to be happy in you than to trust and obey you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for, again, your constant presence. And I pray that your spirit would fill us and guide us and direct us this week. May we look to you. As our source of strength. We trust in Jesus. Not in horses. Not in chariots. Not in kings. Or princes. Or government. Or our family. We trust in the name. Of the Lord our God. We love you Lord. We thank you for the body of Christ. I pray that you would encourage us. And challenge us. Equip us, Lord, for these days. Equip us with all that we need so that we may live a life worthy of the calling, being called your children. We love you, and we pray this in the blessed name of Jesus, our Savior, the Christ. Amen. All right so I want to summarize again a little bit of talking about Doug and D I heard that uh, that time went down um, so Doug and D Valenzuela uh, are missionaries in Italy. Uh, I've been talking with Doug and D um, about uh, their needs and what's been going on there in Italy um, Very very harsh and hard circumstances with everything shut down um, their pastors have no means of providing for their own families. And so um, they they don't have online giving. They don't have those sources. Um, And so uh, Doug has asked if uh, if his supporting churches, if we would be willing to come alongside and help give. Um, And so I want to encourage us. Um, if, if God would lead you to give um, sacrificially above and beyond, I believe that we, we need to first continue to be faithful in our operating and our faith promise giving. Uh, but I want to ask you to give above and beyond that, that we would give sacrificially. Uh, Lisa and I are going to do that. Uh, we feel very strongly in giving uh, above and beyond in a sacrificial way, sacrificial means of giving to the body, our brothers and sisters in Christ in Italy. And so if you'd like to do that, you can go online to our website, uh, westhillbaptist.com. On the top right-hand side, there's a a link uh, that you can click on uh, to give. And then as you click on that, it'll open up another page and uh, you'll see operating expense, And then faith promise missions and then right under that is urgent Uh, It's titled urgent uh, our missionaries in Italy and so you can click on and you can give there as well Uh, You can also write a check send it in the mail here to the church uh, West Hill Baptist Church uh, 605 North Revere Road Akron, Ohio Um, Folks listen, these are these are uh, unprecedented times and my heart hurts um, for you uh, I miss you, and I look forward to the day that we'll be reunited, and I know that will be soon. Um, but I also look forward to what God is doing in us and how he's challenging and working in us uh, during these days. So may God be with you. Uh, we're working on trying to do some different things. One of those we tried on Friday uh, with a prayer time. And so uh, keep checking your email. We want to get word out to you um, uh, for that, for our next prayer time. I want to have another prayer time together. thought that was encouraging uh, and helpful as, uh, as we just share uh, and pray together as the body. And so, uh, keep, keep a lookout for that. Also, if you're tuning in and you have not been receiving, uh, any emails from us, uh, would you send us an email at church at westhillbaptist.com? It's church at westhillbaptist.com and just uh, send us an email requesting uh, the communication. I don't want to leave anybody out. We've been trying to communicate to the the whole church, but if you would like communicated through uh, our email and to keep updated, uh, we'd be glad to add you to that. Um, and so the Lord bless you. Have a great day. Have a great week. Please, uh, don't hesitate in reaching out if there's anyone that you know that has a need or if you have a need yourself, praying for you all love you all, uh, have a great day and a great week.